0: Hello guys. Welcome to my podcast. And first of all, i like to apologize. I've been not being consistent with my posts. And that's why, because I am preparing my English online course that I'm going to be launching in January next year. And I've been working a whole bunch in between YouTube, Instagram, and podcast. I keep forgetting a bit about posting here, but I know that this podcast has been helping so many people and I do want to be consistent. And so my initial plan was to post every single day, but I don't think that's going to be realistic for me right now. And so maybe just twice a week, that will be good, you know, so you can practice your listening. With that said, today I would like to talk about sacrifices. Every morning I go for a walk and today I had a chance to think about life and all the sacrifice I had to make to be where I am right now and the sacrifice I have to make in order to improve and get what I really want. Back in Brazil, you know, my life was always full of trials and hardships. My childhood wasn't the best. My mom raised me by herself, my so-called dad or father, I like to call him a genetic donator because that's what he was. He only donated his sperm to make me. Um, So when my mom found out she was pregnant, my father, my genetic donator, told her I wasn't his daughter and he didn't recognize me as his child. So my mom had to raise me all by herself. My mom's parents weren't the best. My grandmother, she's a very mean lady. She's all about money, and that's all she cares about. She doesn't care about people or family. She cares about money. My mom had no one to support her at the time. And we ended up living with my grandmother since I was... From, like, one-year-old until I was probably seven, eight years old. And at the time, I just, I don't remember much because I didn't have a good childhood there. I wasn't allowed to eat whenever I wanted. I wasn't allowed to watch TV. I wasn't allowed to bring any friends from school. I wasn't allowed to have birthday parties. I wasn't allowed to anything. I remember so many times that I was not misbehaving but just being a normal child and my grandmother would not like and put me grounded and by grounded sometimes she would hit me she would hit my head or I was not allowed to leave bed and so my mom and my grandmother used to fight a lot I mean of course right so we my mom one day decided to move out and we moved out and life you know, for me, it got better. We didn't have a lot of money. My mom had to make many sacrifices to raise me. She was always working, so we didn't spend a lot, a lot of time together. At one point, my mom got a little bit bitter just because life was just too hard. And it's so hard to cope when you're facing so many trials, right? You have no support from anyone and still have a child to raise and no money to do that. So my mom used to work a lot, but life was really better, you know. I had my first birthday party and everything. So growing up, I had to make many sacrifices and also see my mom make those sacrifices. And that hurts my heart because when you love someone so much, like you love your mom or you love your dad, and you see them going through those hardships and you can't do anything, it just breaks our heart, right? And so, when I was a teenager, I rebelled myself, right? But I also, I've always had the dream of being something more. Not only for me, but for my mom. For all the sacrifice she she had to make. And when I was a teenager, after graduating from high school, I wanted to go to college and be someone. And I wanted to make a lot of money. And I wanted to be successful, not only for me, but for my family. But I wasn't being realistic because, you know, I wanted to be a doctor because I was watching Grey's Anatomy. You know, that life kind of pleased me because I was saving li- I would be saving lives and I would make a lot of money. But I am not good around needles or sick people, I, I can't do that. And so I eliminated that as an option and I was like, well, I love animals, so I should be a biologist. I love whales and I love sea animals, so I should be a marine biologist. So one day I was watching the Discovery Channel and I watched this whales being killed by other whales. I spent the whole night crying. And so I was like, yeah, that's really not for me because I didn't know what to do. I wasn't born with that desire of being anything. I was lost and when I got the, you know, college confirmation that I was approved to do forest engineering, I got pretty excited, like pretty, pretty excited. The only thing was that college would be far, far away from home and how would I afford that? How would I afford supporting myself in a different city and a different state? At the time, I was working in a bank. I wasn't making a lot of money, around 200 reais. And if you live in Brazil, you know that that's not much. And with that money, I used to pay for my studies. So I was doing, I was studying at private school. And I was just so excited at the same time. I was just so bummed because how would I afford moving to a different city? How? And so, My mom had this idea, you know, to go to the company I was working for and ask them to release me. And by doing it so, I would get money from the government. Because when you get fired, the government helps you financially for six months. And with that money, I would be able to pay for some things while studying. But that money only lasts for six months. But it was an option. You know i really want to go to college i really wanted to be something i really wanted to do something with my life i watched my friends going to college and i was 21 and i i was doing nothing i was working a not you know high paid job and that's what we did we asked the company to release me and they fired me and i got the money and i was able to, to to go to Mato Grosso. That's the state that I went to college for. So I went to Mato Grosso and there had to make a lot of sacrifices again, right? So in college, people there were wealthy. They had money. I didn't. I watched my friends buy cars and motorcycles or pay cabs to go to college. And the only thing I could afford was a bicycle. A really bad bicycle. It was really funny. I named my bicycle victory because buying my bicycle for me at the time was a victory. During my first year of college, I didn't have money to buy a mattress. And so I ended up sleeping in this really, really bad thin mattress. And I used to feel all the structure um, from the bed. My back was hurting all the time. And things got a little bit better, so I bought a air mattress, but made so many sounds as I moved that I would wake all of my roommates, including myself. At one point, I didn't have money to eat all of the meals throughout my day, so I had to choose which meal I should eat, either lunch or dinner. Some moments of my life, I didn't have money to pay rent on time. And so I would spend long hours in the library and just go home later that day later in the night so I wouldn't face the landlord. And then my second year got better because I applied for a scholarship and I got the scholarship and things got a little bit better. And also I got a weekend job. So I would go door by door doing senses like a, I would ask people questions for this company and for each form I would fill out I would get I think I don't know how many reais but it was it was something so my friends were partying my friends were going to their houses for vacation I didn't have money to see my family every vacation. I would see my family every year. I didn't have money to buy all my food, so I would have to choose between lunch or dinner. And so I, I made sacrifices to to graduate. And I did. I never failed one class. And my mom was very proud of me. We were I was, you know, we were able to afford my mom going to Mato Grosso and watching me graduate. But only her, my brother and my stepfather weren't able because we didn't have enough money. So after graduation, I thought I'm going to get a really good job and I'm going to make money. I'm an engineer now. And things didn't go according to my plan. No, I went back to Bauru and my hometown and I wasn't able to get a job. And that for me was hard. That for me was hard. And so seeing my mom struggle with money and not working and not making money, I decided to work. And I applied for this call center company to work as a telemarketer. So I would call or receive calls from people that were uh, past due with their vehicle financial monthly payments and I would make a lot of money, too, around 700 reais a month. And, but that, you know, would help my family a bit, paying the bills and buying food. Growing up, I remember, you know, we didn't have a lot to eat. Opening the fridge would be only water. Um, going to the grocery store, you know, I couldn't get anything, uh, everything I wanted. Um, just the necessary and I was working this call center, and I was beat. I'm sorry for being so emotional right now. It's just remembering... It makes me emotional. but I'll put myself together. Anyways. And so when I was working this call center, I thought that that was life for me. That's, you know, I've tried. I had tried. But things were not going according as I wanted it to. And I accepted. I accepted being that girl that would work in a call center forever, that would make 700 reais a month forever. I accepted that. My mom didn't. I think because my mom didn't have anyone to support her and motivate her, she was always there for me. Always there. And she didn't let me settle. She didn't get she didn't let me be less than I should be. She always she always support me and she always moved me forward. And so she got so upset and mad at me because I had accepted that life. And she sat down and talked to me and she was like, You cannot settle. You have to do something with her life. You can be so much more. What do you want to do? What do you really want to do? And one of my dreams, as you guys know, was to live in America. I didn't know how, right? Because I didn't have money. And I was like, I want to be an au pair. Because au pair was the only... The only way for me to leave Brazil and come to the US. Because it was affordable. Not for me, but... When you compare to the other exchange programs and other ways, that was, you know, more affordable, if I can't say that. And she was like, okay. But, you know, again, you dream and you have those desires, but you have no idea how to accomplish that. And for me, my whole life, all of my problems revolves around money. It's because of money. All of my problems, it's because of money. And so I always put my happiness into money. If I have money, I'll be happy. My family will be happy. You know, if I have money, I'll be able to afford food. I'll be able to afford paying the bills. I'll be able to help that animal that I saw on the street needing help. I'm going to be able to help people. So I've always wanted to accomplish things, not only for myself, but for the others. And that's why I want to succeed. So one day we were walking home because we didn't have money for the bus. And also we also wanted to lose weight. So my mom and I were walking home and we ended up going walking past a travel agency and they had and they offered the outpair program so I decided to go in and talk to the girl and I got so excited like so excited I went outside called my mom and we were both we went both inside and talked to the lady again the lady explained everything to my mom and my mom and I we were very excited but we had no idea how to afford that and to be an outpair you need to have a passport you need to have your Brazilian driver's license you have to pay for international driver's license and you know that in Brazil, everything is really, really expensive. Really expensive. And me and my mom was, were talking. She was like, I think you can do a loan through the company we are working. You do one and I'll do the other. And we're going to be able to pay everything. And so we went to the bank, asked for a loan. And we got one. We got two. My mom also got a loan and that money was basically to pay the bills, pay my exchange program, pay my visa, my passport, my driver's license, also paid for my dog's vet. At the time we had a dog and he was very sick, he ended up dying. Um, and so I paid the opera program and I was pretty excited. I was like, I can't believe this is happening. But the outpair program, it can go to different ways. You can go you can get a good family and have an amazing year. You can get a bad family and not have an amazing year. And also when you apply for the outpair, you don't know where when you're going because it all depends of you finding a family matching this family and then living your country. And so I paid the program in December took me three months to find a family and in june i got my visa or yeah i think in june i left brazil to come to the usa um and getting here again i had to make many sacrifices in order to learn english in order to improve myself but that story for another podcast I can talk about my life here. My first two, three years in the USA, they weren't easy. But it's just, I am very grateful for my mom. And I'm very grateful for the trials of my life because they made me who I am. Sometimes you're just, you think that you're so good and you're so snob. And I think every trial... (laughs) Um, made me humble you know and made me think about other people and also made me value my accomplishments and so if you want something really bad that's the one thing I've learned if you want something really bad with all of your heart sacrifices you have to make sacrifices they're not impossible you just have to find a way and Be willing to sacrifice whatever and whenever. Um, And so if you have a dream, you don't know how to accomplish this dream. If you have a desire, make sacrifices. Be willing to make those sacrifices. You're going to struggle a lot, but it might be worth it. And so that is today's podcast. I cried a little bit. I'm sorry, I got a little bit emotional. Um, I hope you guys like it and enjoy it and practice your listening as well. I hope you guys have an amazing week. Today's Sunday, so I hope you guys have an amazing week. I'll see you in the next podcast. Well, and also, you know, if you don't follow me on Instagram or on YouTube, please do so. So, on on Instagram is at O Segredo da Fluência. The name is in Portuguese, so you can check my Instagram profile in the description of this podcast. My YouTube channel is Drielly Patsnick. Also, the information will be in the description box Of this podcast. Okay. Well that's all. I love you guys. I love all the support. And love I've been receiving from you. And bye.